What's going on, everybody? Welcome to Tribble Tuesday. Uh, trying to have more of a, I guess, um, set thing. Like I said it on uh, Hustle Hard yesterday, which is Monday episode. You'll be able to listen to Hustle Hard episodes if you like kind of just like off-the-cuff stuff. Um, not really more like the sci-fi stuff like we're going to do today. Like we're going to get into like some sci-fi stuff. Um, there's some Star Trek news out there that I stumbled across. I uh, got a Comic-Con coming up here in a few months and uh, actually May. Uh, some people that I really want to check out are going to be there. Um, so Triple Tuesday is going to be kind of more like the, the more nerdy stuff, right? More more like fanboy, fangirl type stuff. Um, whereas Hustle Hard on every Monday, which drops every Monday. Uh, yesterday was the first episode for that. Um, is more of like stuff that happened on the weekend, trying to make Monday suck a little less. Uh, like Mondays are hard. Mondays just absolutely just, just suck. Like I hate dealing with Mondays and what is my dog got now? Um, looks like he's got a pair of pants out of the laundry room and is proceeding to roll around in them. I don't know why he's weird. Um, he is a mini Australian shepherd for all of you that are wondering, otherwise known as an American shepherd. Um, and he is an absolute handful. He's go, go, go all the time. And if you don't keep an eye on him, don't keep him entertained. He shreds stuff like that is what they're known for. Like they get bored. They destroy things. They'll eat furniture. They'll eat, uh, walls. Uh, what else has he chewed on? Wires, lots of wires, lots of, lots of HDMI cables, lots of USB cables and computer cables. And, um, and it doesn't help that the cat that's also a rescue, like he, he was a rescue. Um, uh, but the cat is also a rescue. Um, encourages it. Like, we'll actually jump up on things and kind of push them down. Like, hey, buddy, here, chew this up. Like, yeah, mm, take that. Like, typical cat stuff, right? But Triple Tuesdays is gonna gonna, gonna kind of be. Uh, <laughs> I can't talk today. <laughs> it's gonna kind of be uh, for all of you that don't know that are just joining the podcast. Welcome. Uh, I poke a lot of fun at myself when I screw up. I poke a lot of fun at myself. Like, I don't try to edit it. I'll just poke fun at. It. Uh, have fun with it and that's that's why i started this is i wanted to have fun i wanted to do something i enjoy and something i love to do and i do i really love the craft but uh hustle hard is I'm like trying to get this out and not, not sidetrack myself everything hustle hard is kind of like more of like the weekend making monday kind of suck a little less kind of just um kind of just getting out there and really letting things rip like of what's going on what happened over the weekend um like um God, I can't think of anything today. I'm more focused on, like, tomorrow. Tomorrow's going to really suck. Um, not WrestleMania. Um, Royal Rumble. There we go. Royal Rumble happened on um, a Sunday, and I was, like, catching up on that and all that stuff. Uh, so it's going to be more stuff like that on that episode, whereas Tuesday Triple or Triple Tuesday, Tuesday Triple, <laughs> Triple Tuesday, wow, I'm screwing myself up, um, it's gonna be more kind of like fanboy, fangirl stuff, um, more like Star Wars, Star Trek kind of related, like games we're looking forward to, because typically games release on Tuesdays, new, new releases of like DVDs and Blu-rays and stuff are typically Tuesdays, uh, so that's kind of what this is, and I'm trying to like not ha have everything just be scattered across so many episodes, like episodes will still happen Monday through Friday, uh, to the best of my ability. Like, I might miss some days. I might not feel well. I'm, you know, I don't have anything pre-recorded. Like, I record it the day it's uploaded. Um, but that is, like, I'm trying to have more of an organization, if you will. Try to, like, keep things nice and, uh, 
and these nice and tidy there we go wow man my brain is gone today and um you know so if you guys like certain things you're not like oh i gotta i wonder if he's gonna drop in this up so you kind of know when things are gonna drop um and if you really want to uh have me talk about a subject or something or ask me what my opinion is and i don't hold things back like i'm like you know sorry sorry not sorry you know um, you can check us out on Facebook at www.facebook.com slash real nerd alert. That is facebook.com slash real nerd alert. That is the official Facebook page of the podcast. That is where you can find um, a link to our Instagram, a link to our Twitter. Uh, we post random stuff over on Facebook and all that. And it's a really good way to interact outside of the podcast. Like if you just want to generally say, hey, what's up? Or, you know dig your episodes or wish you'd go climb in a dumpster fire feel free um it it is modern world after all but uh let's go ahead and get into this this actual episode now that i've drawn this intro out way way too long so for all of you that don't know that aren't like trekkies or star trek fans um I will say that Trek led me to wars. People always ask me, Star Trek or Star Wars, which one do I prefer? And I'm like, both. Uh, I like them both for for different reasons. But um, the Star Trek films had been rebooted, right? Like with this this new cast and all of this. And uh, I guess Chris Pine, or I believe Chris Pine is the reason behind it. Um, I don't think this studio would would call it quits. But I guess Chris Pine doesn't want to play... Uh, James Tiberius Kirk anymore, James T. Kirk, uh, which is the captain of the USS Enterprise. And um, that that's a big problem. Like, with the reboot, is very much focused on him being, like, everyone being in those roles. It, it would be very hard to replace him uh, kind of having, like, Lieutenant Ahura and Spock and all that. Like, I'm just like, uh, you know, that that's a pivotal player. Like, uh, it's going to be really, really hard. So, um... There's supposed to be another Star Trek movie coming out. And I liked all the other ones. I thought they were really well done. And, like, the original Star Trek holds that special spot for a lot of us fellow nerds and geeks. Like, uh, it's real hard to touch that stuff. Like, if they were to go back through and do the original Star Wars, like, 4, 5, and 6. Not that, not the somewhat new trilogy, but the original trilogy, right? Episodes four, five, and six start with New Hope. If they were to go back and redo those with a different cast, I think they would have a very, very hard fight on their hands. Like, there's some things in nerd and geek culture you just do not touch. So when I found out that um, they were redoing Star Trek with like the original, the original ship, um, and recasting like the original characters, I was like, I I really don't know how this thing's gonna work. Uh, I really don't know how it's gonna play out. And then I seen the first trailer. Uh, I think I was seeing like I don't know what movie the trailer played. Uh, that movie I went to go see and the trailer played, and I was like, I have to go see it. Like holy crap, it pulled it pulled me in as a fan. And I was I was like, J J Abrams is behind it, and I I liked you know I like him as a director. I was a big Lost fan. Um, for all of you that haven't watched Lost, go check it out. It it's binge worthy. Like you have you have to watch every episode, uh, start to finish, and you have to watch them as they are. Like you can't skip around, or you will be totally lost. No pun intended. Uh, of what's going on, and uh, that show was doing very well. And then the whole writer strike happened when it was actually on air and on broadcast. 
Um, but you can you can find it on streaming. Uh, you can find it on uh, Amazon and all that. So um, if you got the time and you're looking for a good series to get into, it is definitely a great series to to pick up. But he was one of the people behind that show. And I was like, I really, really like that show. Like, I was a huge fan of it. Um, I thought the cast was very well. I thought just a lot of twists and turns and a lot of, like, trying to figure things out and a lot of mystery behind it. And I liked that. It, it really engaged me. And I was like, you know, I, I like the work he did over there. So I'm going to go follow him over on the on this first Star Trek film. And it was great. Like, I, I love that film so much. And... Um, the, the couple other films that came out after that, I was like, yeah, you know, they're still, they still really, really hold, hold their, uh, hold their weight. But, um, I guess this, this fourth film has been shelled that Paramount, obviously the company behind the Star Trek films, um, has shelved it, uh, because apparently, uh, Chris Pine, who plays James Tiberius Kirk, which I said earlier, um, doesn't want to play the character anymore. Doesn't want to pick up the role again. And I'm like, that that's really that really sucks um, because I love the film so much. And I'm like, you know, they really they really did it well, um, especially with uh, I believe it was the second, the first and second film they um, included Leonard Nimoy, uh, which is the original Spock, and unfortunately he passed. And the third film they they uh, threw a little a little something back to him in there, and I was like, you know, it was, it was a nice nod. Like to the fans, it was a nice nod. And my wife's like, you know, what what what's uh, what's going on? You know, she was trying to figure out um, like what they were doing, and I was like, you know, he unfortunately passed uh, very sudden too. It wasn't like one of those things. Oh, he's been sick for a while. We knew it was coming. Uh, it was one of those. Oh, by the way, bam! And I'm like, wow, like. Oh, that sucked, dude. That hit so hard. Because I'm like, you know, that's someone I grew up with. I grew up watching and a fan and all of that. So to see the director and the cast and the movie studio and all that do that was, was very nice to see. Um, but this fourth film, I'm like, there's no there's no name for it. There's no saying how far along they were in the process of whether they had anything filmed or not. But they're like, eh, it's on the shelf. So... Um, Quentin Tarantino is said to be working on an untitled Star Trek project, which is very, very interesting. Um, there's no word on what, what the project is, whether it's a movie or a series. Uh, I hope it's a movie. Like, I really like Quentin Tarantino films. Uh, they're kind of off the wall. Like, the way they're shot and everything, they have a lot of crazy, like, camera work done to them. And, uh, I think it would like really freshen up the series a little bit. I I really do like um I don't know how like how crazy you could get with it. Um the the article here I'm reading says that uh Paramount's still working with Quentin Tarantino on an untitled Star Trek project and uh Paramount's biggest plans focus on established franchises. Uh, I guess they're bringing Dora the Explorer to the big screen. No, thank you. Of course, the Top Gun sequel, which is going to be freaking awesome. Like, I've waited so long for that. Um, that Terminator? I don't know about Terminator. They're talking about Terminator in here. But just, like, imagine. Like, Quentin Tarantino, all right, did, um, 
Dusk Before Dawn. Like, if you've ever seen that movie, like, take kind of that craziness of that film and kind of tone it down a little bit and then put it into, like, a Star Trek environment. Uh, it would be insane. Like, like uh, Robert Rodriguez and Quentin Tarantino have done some films together and they've been, like, off the wall. And I'm like, they're a good ride. They're They're fun. And ultimately, that's what I go to see a movie for. Is one, I'm either a fan of the director or a fan of the actor or a fan of the series that the film is taking place in. And two, I just, I want to be entertained. Like, I want to go, I want to have fun. You know, I want to have fun when I go to movies. I don't want to be like, ah, oh, you know, it's predictable, this sucks, like, oh, this person's going to die. And then, you know, like, I hate films like that. I hate films that I can see what's going to happen before it happens. Um, Like, a good series like that was... um unfortunately it's been canceled on by netflix is daredevil season three like that took a lot of unexpected turns i was like oh this is gonna happen like this guy's gonna spill it. and then that guy like gets killed by another guy i'm like holy crap did not see that one coming like this is great uh and it really kept me watching uh i can't say the same about about the new season of punisher i'm like yeah you know i'm seven eight episodes deep and i'm just i'm done with it i'm like you know i know there's more episodes out there but i'm just i'm done with it i'm bored with it and i hate saying that because i'm such a big punisher fan but um, like, man, it, it's got me wondering of what this Quentin Tarantino Star Trek project is going to look like. Um, will, will it stay to the roots or will it be kind of more off the wall? Um, I don't know. Like it's a 50, 50. I'm interested in it. Like I like him as a director, so I'm definitely interested in it. I'll probably definitely go see it just because of that. But I'm like, eh, you know, staying true to the roots. I don't think that's really going to happen with a Tarantino film. Um, and I know a lot of fans will be outraged by it. I really do. Uh, but Star Trek Discovery, like, I just, I can't get in it for whatever reason. Like, I'm a huge Star Trek fan, and I just, I cannot get into that. Like, there's people like, oh, my God, it, it's such a, it's the best Star Trek since uh, Next Generation. And I'm like, I don't, I don't feel that way. I don't feel that way about it at all. I'm like, eh, you checked it out. And I'm just like, eh, I, I don't know. Um, Like, mixed reviews. I guess is what I would say I have about it. like mixed reviews. There's some things I like about it and there's some things I don't like about it. And it's about a 50, 50. Um, but, but that's just me. And then we have the new, um, the new Picard series coming. And I'm so looking forward to that. I was like, that is what I grew up with. I grew up with next generation and, um, one of the next generation guys, Jonathan Frex is going to be at Motor City Comic Con, and I'm like, I have to meet him. Like, I have to pay the extra money. I have to meet him. <coughs> it was like, to me, growing up, a kid that had speech impediment and all this. Um, I got bullied every day. Um, Star Trek was was a way of life for me. It was a way for me to, you know, go take an adventure and do all this, do all this stuff, and that has asthma and really couldn't go outside without getting sick. Um, and literally go outside and within 10 minutes be sunburnt. Like, have sunscreen on and still get sunburnt. Bad. And I'm like, wow, you know, cool, sun's trying to kill me. Screw you, giant cancer ball in the sky. Like, um, so that was a way for me to go take adventures and was watching, watching Star Trek. And then I stumbled across Star Wars and I was like, oh, this is like, oh, you know, I like Star Trek and this is Star Wars. And, um... I got hooked into Star Wars, and, like, it was a wrap. Like, that was done. Like, yep, I'm a nerd. 
I'm a geek. And I love when people are like, oh, you're a nerd. I'm like, yes, why thank you. Thank you for noticing. <laughs> like, this is supposed to be an insult. It's not really an insult this day and age. Um, like, yes, I am a nerd and I'm proud of it. Like, it's who I am. It's what I'm about. Uh, who do you call whenever your computer screws up? Me, the nerd. <laughs> like, hey, you know, how do I how do I get this here? How do I get this here? This won't work. This I'm like, oh, you got to do this, 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 this. And they're like, wow. I'm like, yeah, it pays to be a nerd. Like, uh, I definitely didn't pay growing up. I'll tell you that uh, growing up was very, very hard. But I never, I never wavered in it. I, you know, I never was like, oh, you know, screw Star Trek, screw Star Wars, screw Transformers, uh, screw J.I. Joe. I was, I was all about that. Um, but like Ninja Turtles was another one for me. Ghostbusters was was a huge, huge couple of films for me. Um, and uh, there's some news about Ghostbusters as well. Now, there is another Ghostbusters film deep in the works, like deep in the development process. Uh, all the surviving original cast, all of that. Not that not that new, like, try to reboot it with all-female cast. Like, that, that Ghostbusters, I hate to say it because I like a lot of the actresses that were in it. Um, it was, it was a dumpster fire. It was, it was horrible. Like, I was like, I wasted my time watching this. Like, wow, do I feel cheated? Do I feel robbed? Uh, it just, it just didn't feel right. That whole movie just did not feel right. I'm like, uh, they're, they're trying too hard to be funny. They're trying too hard to be, um, like the original two films. When they're nowhere near the original two films. I was like, this just, I don't like it. I just, I don't like it. And I think a lot of people went into that expecting, expecting that like chemistry and all that. And it just, it wasn't there. And I'm like, yeah, no, like this just, this just ain't working for me. Um, but they have said they're doing a Ghostbusters 3 with the, with the complete surviving original cast because some of the cast members have unfortunately passed away before the new, new film could get made and i'm like i'm game like i'm totally down like you got dan Aykroyd in it you got bill murray in it you have um crap like harold ramus is the one that um i believe harold ramus was the one that that passed away Uh, let me look that up real quick. Um, spark up my... Uh... Yeah, and... Uh, February 24th, 2014 is when he passed away. Unfortunately. I'm like, yeah, you know, you guys really could have got... Could have got the uh, the movie made before then. It would have been awesome to see all the original cast. I can't think of who the other guy is. Ernie Hudson, that's who. Yes, Ernie Hudson. Um, Annie Potts is supposed to be coming back. Um, I don't know if Sigourney Weaver would come back. It would be awesome to see Sigourney Weaver come back. And Rick Moranis, like, bring him back. Are you, are you the gatekeeper? There is only Zool. Like, that is that is one of the most classic lines. Um, I say it pretty much every night at work. Like, there is only Zool, and they're like. What? I'm like, hey, you gotta watch Ghostbusters, figure out what I'm talking about. <laughs> they come in the next day, like, wow, dude, I can't. I'm like, dude, I grew up on those films. Like, those films are amazing. Um, like, don't cross the beams.
but man, like, bring that film, bring that film out now. I want it. I want it so bad as a fan. I just want it so bad. And I know uh, recently, in a like the last couple of years, um, they completely had the Ecto One completely restored. And like a lot of a lot of people were sneaking into the shop that it was restored at as it was getting restored, like snapping photos of it and all this. And I was like, man, you know that like I get it as a fan. Like that is one of the holy grails of nerd culture is Ecto One is the old the old ambulance that is converted into Ecto One. But like there's laws that you're breaking and stuff to to go and do this and like there there's this boundary right there's this boundary as being being fans of certain things of like you go to a basketball game you know you're not supposed to go on the floor or throw things at the players um i was unfortunately at the palace when that huge nba brawl broke out um that was some that was some crazy stuff of when Ron Artest went up into the stands after the fan that threw something at him and a huge brawl broke out. And I'm like, oh, we got to, like, I looked at my buddy. I'm like, we got to go. Like, this this place is going to erupt. Like, we have to go. Like, now. Before we're we're collected into something that we don't need to be collected in. Um, And, I mean, it was it was terrifying. Like, I don't want, <laughs> I don't want to be in a situation like that. And, um, like, you're you're a fan of that sport. You sh- you should know that. Okay, you're not, not happy with this player. Voice it, but don't don't throw stuff. Don't go down under the court. You know, don't like have that force that altercation, right? Um. So being being a fan of Ghostbusters, like I get it. You're excited, really excited. Like I found I found the actually screen used one and all this. Like oh my god, but you're trespassing. You you know you can you could get shot. Like you don't know. If, if the people there are packing heat, like you could have, you could have got shot. You're trespassing. Like you have no business being there. Um, if they wanted you there, they would have been like, Hey, okay. You know, check, check this out. Like we, we got something to show you. Um, but they, uh, they restored it. They completely restored it. Like off a photo, like shop is amazing at what they do. And, um, actually had Dan Aykroyd come down and he's like, this is, this is great. He's like, you know, this is, this is, this is, this is the real deal. And then uh, there's a Walmart commercial out there. It's got like a bunch of different vehicles showing up, like Batmobile, Ecto One, um, one of the Explorers from the original Jurassic Jurassic Parks there, um, the DeLorean from Back to the Future, um, just like all these all these iconic cars. And I'm naming them all as they come up. My my wife's like, how how do you know this? And I'm like, I I'm a nerd, like. That's like that's awesome, you know. Like the truck from Back to the Future is in there, the Toyota, the little black Toyota. And I'm like, oh my god, like they got Marty's truck. And she's like, who? And I'm like, oh god, I can't believe you haven't seen Back to the Future. She's like, nope. I'm like, that's gonna change. Um, which I'm trying to hunt those down. That whole collection on Blu-ray. I'm trying to hunt that down. I like the first two, third one. Eh. The third one I didn't really care for. Like they could have gone without the, without the third one, if you ask me. And I've heard rumors that they're trying to. They're trying to reboot it, and I'm like, you touch, you go to reboot that. I hope there's no sane director in this world that'll touch that. I'm just like, no, like leave it alone. And they're rebooting Ninja Turtles again. I'm like, you just rebooted it, and they weren't that hot. 
and now you're you're trying to reboot it again and i'm like yeah you know you guys are out of ideas man like how many more transformers are we gonna have to suffer through is, is my big question like transformers garbage i'm like no uh, i'm good like i don't i don't even want to watch them anymore like they have effectively played out transformers but bumblebee was amazing bumblebee was such a good film I was like, you know, they kept him true to his roots. He's a bug. I'm like, I'm good with that. That was one of my big gripes is like, he's not a Camaro. He's a bug. But um, they kept him as, as as a bug, as a Volkswagen Beetle. And really explained like his origin of, of all of that. And Bumblebee is like one of the most popular characters in Transformers outside of Optimus Prime. And I'm like, now they're like, oh, we're going to do an Optimus Prime movie. I'm like, no, like, just, just leave it. Like, you guys nailed it with Bumblebee. Like, just leave it. And I think that's what really worries about worries me the most about this new Ghostbusters film coming out is that they're going to go, oh, hey, let's reboot it. And they're going to go back to that hot dumpster fire we just had. And I'm like, eh, like no, we're, we're good. Like, we're good. You know, some things don't need to be rebooted. Some things just need to be left alone and leave them the way they are. Um, And I I don't know, like, I guess if you were an actor and they rebooted one of your films and you weren't included in it, like, wouldn't you be offended a little bit? Like, how dare you touch something that I worked on? Like, how how dare you, you know, go and, like, okay, there's a whole generation out there that hasn't been exposed to these films, but how dare you, you know, try to try to oust me? Like, there there's nothing as good as the original. Especially when it comes to, like, Back to the Future. Oh, my God. Like, you take a film a film uh film course or whatnot and that script comes up of as being like one of the almost perfect movie scripts ever uh and the movie's a little twisted like if you think about it he goes back in time and his mom that doesn't know it doesn't know he he's her son from the future falls in love with him i'm like ew <laughs> like as a kid growing up i didn't really catch that but um as an adult watching it i'm like Oh, that, that's kind of that's kind of dirty. Like, ugh. <laughs> like, no, don't don't do it, don't do it. Um, but man, it is such a great film. It is such a great film. And uh, my wife's like, oh, someday I'll sit down and watch it. And I'm like, oh, believe me, you're gonna watch it more than once, and you're gonna enjoy it, and you're gonna love it. Um, but she's like, man, you you know, there there'll be things out there, and I'll I'll pick lines from stuff. And she's like, oh, you're such a nerd. And I'm like, really? You've never watched Jaws? Like, we'll be in the middle of my life. You've never watched Jaws, everybody. She's never seen Jaws. And she's like, why you got to make a scene? Why? I'm like, because everyone's seen Jaws. Everyone's seen it. And she's like, well, I haven't. I'm like, oh, my God. Like, I have failed. I've, I've so failed at this. But um, she's like, you're a nerd. You're, you're a geek. You're a dork. I'm like, yep. And when your tech stuff breaks, who do you run to? Like, fix it. Fix my tablet. You know, don't don't mind the fact that, you know, I probably bricked it, but fix my tablet. I'm like, oh, like, I got to fix another one. Like, oh, my God. So since we're on the, the subject of, like, Star Trek and Ghostbusters and all that, um, I was scrolling through Netflix the other day, and they had uh, the Han Solo movie on there. And I had, unfortunately, seen it in movie theaters. And I was like, eh, I don't know if it was like the group I went and seen it with or or what. Of like, did that movie really suck that bad? Like, was it really that bad? Um, so I went and suffered through it again. And 
yes, it it really is that bad. It is that much of a dumpster fire and a train wreck. Uh, it's that car crash that's upside down on fire that you drive by and you can't take your eyes off of it. Um, like not a good, not a good way of like, like, oh, I can't take my eyes off of it. It's so amazing. It's like, oh my God, it's so hideous. Ugh. Um, I suffered through it for a second time and I'm just like, there's nothing good about that film at all. Like why, why Disney, why? Like, I know you're trying to get your money out of it, but dang, like you, it does not give me hopes of the Boba Fett movie that they're doing. And uh, the standalone live-action Mandalorian series that is coming to their streaming service, I'm like, it just does not give me high hopes about any of that. Like, after after watching, unfortunately, for the second time, the Har- not the Harrison Ford movie, <laughs> um, the uh, Han Solo movie, um, I just... I don't know. I don't know how to feel feel about the uh, the Boba Fett movie because we know it's coming. We know it's coming after Episode Nine, um, which Episode Nine should be out this year, um, going by like their past time schedule. Um, I don't know how to feel about that either. Like Episode Eight, the literally the only reason I watched Episode Eight was um, for that whole Emperor Room fight scene. Um, that fight scene was absolutely epic. But other than that, I'm like, I uh, just, uh, okay, you know, you killed Snoke. Uh, okay, we get it. Yeah. Just don't know. Like, it, the movie really did not hold its own. And there is a huge movement online on social media and stuff to uh, get it actually removed from Star Wars canon. Like, it's not part of the story. Like, the film's out there, but it's not officially part of the story or whatever. And I'm like, eh, okay, you know. I was happy to see they did Episode 7. I was happy to see, okay, you know, they're going to continue after what happened after Episode 6. And, yeah, it, it was kind of a kind of a crummy movie, but I was so happy to see it come back. A lot of us were. And I was like, alright, you know, went into Rogue One didn't like Rogue One. Like, when it first came out, I did not like it. I did not care for it. Um, now that I go back and I watch Rogue One again, I'm like, oh, I, I kind of get it now, right? I go watch episodes four, five, six, uh, the original trilogy. And then I watch Rogue One. And I'm like, all right, you know, now I kind of see where Rogue One kind of fits into the storyline. I'm like, it makes sense. It's really cool they did that. Uh, Invader's a total badass in Rogue One like oh my god is he awesome I'm like dude that that's the way Vader should have been like in all the movies that's the way Vader should have been just an absolute tyrant on a freaking rampage that can't be stopped like I am the most powerful just um like I I like that like the very that's like the last like 10 or 20 minutes of Rogue One is is Vader like going after these guys and that's where episode 4 A New Hope picks up at because I've always wondered, like, why, how is he on that ship? Like, why, why? And they, they explained it. Like, it's a backstory up until that point. I was like, normally I don't like a whole movie that's backstory. Um, but I'm like, wow, okay, you know, now now I kind of see where that fits in at. And I'm kind of okay with it. I was like, oh, you know, it, it wasn't that bad. It, it was different. It was very different. Um, 
but man, like the Han Solo movie, I'm like, no, it, like I don't need to see, like you guys just even screwed up the Kessel run. I'm like, eh, you know, you kind of, kind of did, they kind of just, then eh, like, eh, I'm like, no man, like Han Solo would, would have been a total badass with that. Like you guys just, you didn't do it justice. You just absolutely didn't do it justice. And I don't know if it was like, I guess that movie was in a huge, um, Went through a couple of directors, went through like six or seven rewrites, um, reshoots, and I'm like, it went through development hell. And it definitely hurt the film. That's the same thing that happened to uh, Batman versus Superman. It, there was a, a power struggle um, between uh, the movie studio and the director, and rewrites and reshoots and more rewrites and more reshoots. And I'm like, oh my, like, oh my God, you know, like, why? Like, I don't, I don't understand it. Like, no, this is how I want to do it. Well, screw you guys. Uh, like, at the end of the day, the fans are the ones that suffer the most. At the end of the day, you know, you put out a subpar product, they're, the fans are the ones that suffer. And, uh, like, Batman versus Superman should have been so, so much better. They're, like, just give me, give me a year. Give me a decent budget. And I can make a very decent I'm not saying great, but very decent Batman versus Superman film. Put put a no-name studio behind me. Screw it. Let's go release it on uh, streaming services and, and social media, right? Give me a year to shoot it and edit it. And get it out. Get it distributed. And I can guarantee you, I can, for like quarter of what it costs to make that film I can make a decent Batman versus Superman film better than what they put out and I'm like man you know come on like like I'm a diehard Marvel guy but I'm like ah you know Batman versus Superman is gonna be good like I've read those comics those comics are amazing and um the movie just ugh even today I'm like there's so many things they could have played differently and so many more things that could have kept it closer to the chest and all that and how they go into like at the end funeral for a friend if you've ever read that um i'm like come on like if you guys just would have left it he's dead da 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 um i think it would have been there would have been more um more uh moviegoer bait out there uh, to go see Justice League. And Justice League was another one that was really bad. Um, and very, very disappointed by that. Uh, Aquaman. Aquaman freaking slayed it. Like, Aquaman was so, so good. Uh, a lot of people were telling me, don't go see it. It's it's trash. It's blah, 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 blah. Dude, I'm a diehard Marvel guy, and I loved Aquaman. I was like, oh, my God. Like, you guys need to make more films like that. Like, that. there's your secret sauce to all this. Follow that recipe for the rest of them, and you're golden. And I'm like, you could really go to war with Marvel and, you know, heat that up in the cinematic universe like you guys heat up in the comic book universe. But, man, there's there's ones that I'm like, I just wish I had control over it, and I could, I could change it. I could just do it myself and actually put out a decent film. Um, one that is more worthy of having the Batman versus Superman title or the Justice League title than what we have now. Um, but yeah, like the Han Solo movie, the Han Solo movie is just garbage. 
It'll always be garbage. I'm like, it just, and it looks nothing like him. I'm like, come on, like, you don't even have the right color hair to be Han Solo. Like, really? Really? Like, no one, no one at that studio thought of that? Like, oh, as soon as I went and seen that movie, I picked that thing all apart. I'm like, not right, not right, not right. Nope, 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 nope. Hair color's wrong, eye color's wrong. Like, come on, like, nope, Han Solo wouldn't walk like that. Like, no one, you're telling me that no one at that studio or no one at Disney that owns the Star Wars properties did their research, did just a little bit, just watch watch some of the original trilogy and be like, okay, this is kind of how you have to act. Like, oh, just, uh, that's what worries me. It really worries me about the Boba Fett movie. I'm like, come on, like, I love Boba Fett. Like, Boba Fett is one of my favorites. That's why when Disney's like, oh, we're on our streaming service, when it launches, we're going to have a live-action Mandalorian series. And I'm like, oh, hell yeah. Like, I would I would pay to watch that. And now I'm just like, eh, I don't know. <laughs> like, eh, I, I don't know. I'm kind of scared of it now. Um, And then with, uh, with the new season of Punisher, like, I guess they said that viewership has dropped way, way the F off on this thing. Um, So we know it's coming. We know it's getting canceled. And I think that's a lot, a big chunk, well, not the whole thing, but a big chunk of why people aren't watching it. It's because they're like, I'm not going to invest my time on it. I know it's going to be canceled. Like, you guys canceled Daredevil on me, so why am I going to invest my time in any other Marvel properties that you have over there? And um, that, and it's just, it's weak. Like, it's really weak. It doesn't feel like Punisher to me at all. I'm like, are you guys sure this is... Like, it started out being Punisher. It Like, the first episode or two episodes, freaking amazing. And then it just, like, plummeted off a cliff on fire. I'm like, I don't get it. I, I really... I don't get where these... These studios and these directors are coming from. Like, they're so far off the source material, it's, it's unreal. They're like, oh yeah, we're way out in right field on this one, and da 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 da. Like, like for instance, they they go to this this uh, photo studio, and this guy's like, oh hey, for a little extra money, you know, I'm not I'm not judging, but um, literally says to Frank Castle, he's like, uh, you know, I'm not judging, but uh, you know, I can I can take some uh, some special photos of you of you in this in this girl. Um, and you can do whatever you want, and uh, I won't say anything, da-da-da. And the girl is, like, supposed to be underage or whatever. And I'm like, Frank Castle would have snapped that guy's neck on the spot, and he just walked out, left him alive. Like, burnt the studio down, but left left the dude alive. I'm like, that is that is not Punisher. I'm like, Punisher would have annihilated that guy in a meat hook. Um, and I'm just like, yeah, that, that's kind of where, where it felt really fell apart for me. And I was like, all right, you know, it's going to start picking back up. It's going to start picking back up. And I'm like, episode six, episode seven. And I'm like, you know what? Like, I think I'm not even going to watch the whole season. Like, I, I've stopped. I'm just, I'm done. It, it's getting canceled anyways. What's the point? <laughs> and it sucks saying that because I'm a, I'm a huge Punisher fan. And I think they got the right person to play Punisher. Like, John Bernthal is is perfect guy to play Punisher. It's just, I think it's. I don't know if it's the directors or the studio behind or or what, but I'm like, man, like, come on. 
Like we had a way better Punisher. I feel we had a way better Punisher in uh, season two of Daredevil than the actual standalone series. I was so excited when we were getting a standalone series Punisher. Like, oh my god, it's gonna be amazing, and it's not. <laughs> like it sucks. Oh my god, like why? Like there's no way it can be worse than the first season. Like first season was really slow to me. Uh, this this season's like somehow they figured out a way to make it even worse. Like really water it down and make it like a political thing. And I'm like. I don't come here, I don't come here for, um, your, your political views, I come here for entertainment, and I'm just like, like, I don't get, I don't get where, where these people are coming from anymore with this stuff, but I'm gonna go ahead and get out of here, I gotta go get the Jeep unstuck, uh, the Jeep is currently stuck in, uh, my apartment's parking lot, um, not having four-wheel drive kind of really sucks, and um tomorrow is supposed to be like super super cold uh when i say super cold like negative 30 to negative 40 degrees with the wind chill um so yeah there's a good chance i'll be calling in to work tonight because i'm not dealing with that um that's just it's too cold it's too it's too brutal um i already know schools are going to be closed tomorrow like not even going to question that one. Uh, schools were closed today. I guess the back roads by me are, are still pretty bad. But um, if you guys like the podcast, like the episode, like me tightening everything up, even though this one is kind of like more rambly, um, stick around. You know, go check out some other some other episodes. Like forty, I think I'm forty six episodes now or something like that. Um, got it. Got a nice little back catalog going. Um, I try to. I try to upload uh, five days a week, Monday through Friday. And, um, like, things things are definitely looking up for the podcast. Uh, I will say that. Like, I, I check the analytics and the stats and all that, and I, I keep pretty good track of that. And I'm like, yeah, you know, things are looking up. And pumps me up a little bit, get, gets the juices flowing. It gets the juices flowing, man. Um, but, man. I got no idea what I'm going to talk about tomorrow. I have no idea what I'm going to name it, what what I'm going to come up with, but uh, I will think of something. It normally hits me around 3 or 4 a.m. So um, I kind of really just like cook these things up at work and have like talking points and all this. Uh, but I'm getting there. I'm getting there. I'm growing. And uh, you guys are amazing and supporting me just by listening. And, um, you know, Without without you, without my fan base, without my listener base, uh, none of this would be possible. Like I'd probably still crank episodes out because I love doing it, but like none of this none of this would be possible. Like you know, really really chasing it, really being about it, jumping in both feet. None of it would be possible without you guys. So thank you so much for that. Thank you so much for the encouragement when I'm feeling down. I don't feel like doing episodes, and I still do episodes. And you guys are like, hey, keep at it, keep at it, keep at it. Um, you really keep me going, and um, I'm super appreciative of that. I really am. Like, I know some people say it, but I really am, like, if you don't have your fans, you know, what do you have? Uh, so, yeah, hopefully, hopefully tomorrow is not, like, super, super chaotically cold, but I know it's going to be. Uh, having a soft top Jeep, I know it's going to be, but again, thank you guys so much for listening, and I will talk to you tomorrow.